Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to this week ahead story. For the week of July 16th, join me here, settle in, relax, get cozy. I've got the Aloha Sands candle burning already. Um, That's coconut, pineapple, and we're we're assuming it's something like driftwood. Um, But I thought I would also light an incense. Um, So let's settle in and I'll kind of share a little bit with the metaphors that are already coming up for this week ahead. I want to thank you all so much for joining me here, whether you're new to this place, this space that is TLC for the soul, or whether you've been returning with me week after week and year after year as we move ever closer to the sixth season, sixth, sixth sixth sense sixth season of tlc for the soul i change seasons every october so we're getting very close the ending our five-year stint as bringers of the light i'm gonna wrap us all in love light and light love and invite in the spirit guides who overlight the work here on this channel archangel michael archangel metatron the pleiadians Week ahead stories are only available on the podcast. All my little podcast friends, you guys are so special to me. I don't see you. I can't see your likes and your subscribes or whatever the heck they are called on different podcast providers. You know, there's no thumbs up and no, you know, you've got 10,000 subscribers or whatever. We just don't see those analytics for the podcast. The only place I know how many people follow the podcast is on Spotify because I think they kind of host it or sponsor it or whatever, um, uh, the podcast platform that I use. But other than that, I don't know how many of you are out there. So I'm really excited that you come with me on these adventures. We've got something very interesting as we carry on with our energy story, my upcoming book, Bringers of the Light, See, let's see if I get it right. Is it sea foam in sea foam or sea mist? It's one of those. Um, in the background, I do have uh, the yard work landscaping people here today. So you may hear the guy out there with the weed eater or whatever, but he'll be gone soon. But even though I lit the candle, I felt like the air still needed to be cleared. So stick with me here as I bring in just a few of the metaphors of this week ahead. It's very, very powerful in the astrology. Um, depending on when you listen to this, 717 is the new moon and the nodes of fate shifting to Aries and Libra. They have not, I read a little bit about this yesterday, they have not been in these signs since 2004 to 2006. So think about your life and what was happening back then. Um, That was a very, very pivotal point in my personal journey, 2004 to 2006. So um, they're saying that those same themes, I guess, kind of could replay themselves, but with like a newer upgraded versions of things that happened back then. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. But I am going to light an incense. Um, I love this one so much. It's called Fantasia. And um, I already forgot where I get these from. Um, Green Mountain or something like that. Mm, 
not, but regardless, I think it's the fact that it's called Fantasia. And you'll see why in the energy story, because while there's a lot going on in the astrology, there's a lot of um, soul work that, ah, oh, that scared me. Okay, 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 all right, okay, 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 all right, get down, get down. All right, get down. That's the first time that's ever happened. So the the incense smoke like really triggered the fire alarm, which is very strange. That's okay. That's never happened before. I burn incense in here all the time. So, hmm, something to, I was kind of holding it up a little bit. Maybe that's why. All right. So that did a little bursting of the eardrums. Maybe that's also an energy clearing thing. Ear chakra is being cleared. All right, let's just set this down. I was, I was hoping that all of them wouldn't start going off. They're all connected. And once one goes off, they all get all hyper. Okay, which, which, okay, so this is going somewhere. They all, once they all start going off, the last time they all started going off was for no, oh, I think a battery. A battery was bad in one, and in the middle of the night, they all started going off. But because I'm new to the house, I didn't know what was going on, especially being wakened up. So let's play into these metaphors. So especially being wakened up in the middle of the night with the whole house going off, I thought it was maybe a fire. And so my <laughs> son wakes up, and he comes to me with, I loved it so much, because he comes to me with these headphones. I'm gonna walk around here. We're gonna, we are gonna get to this story. He, but the, all this leads up to something that's part of the story itself. So the, all the alarms are going off, 911. So he comes to me with these headphones. He's like, mom, put these on. And I'm like, okay, but that's not gonna help. And I didn't really know how to turn them off. And I can't really reach them because I'm kind of short. And I didn't have the appropriate ladder. And I'm walking around the house, clearing the energy with this Fantasia, which, Fantasia, if you're not familiar, it's like a very magical, wizardly Disney movie where Mickey is like a wizard. Oh, he's even doing that. Wow. I'm getting like extra service today from the landscaping people. They're doing more than I anticipated in my yard. I have a lot of different places in the yard and sometimes they leave out certain spots. I don't know why, but this time they're doing, they're doing everything. Okay. Uh, Fantasia, so wizardly Mickey Mouse, right? And anyway, so the fire alarms are going off. I Maybe there's, you're gonna feel all over the place in the energy this week because my stories are kind of all over the place. There's a lot of communication, but it's a little disjointed. Um, I'm walking around the house with the Fantasia. The fire alarms were going off. I'm trying to wear the headphones, but at the same time, I'm like, what if there is a fire somewhere, like somewhere that I don't know about? And so I called 911 in the middle of the night. And for me, 911 is my Archangel Michael, um, you know, light worker number, like get up warrior, get to work light worker. It's a moniker for me that Archangel Michael is around. And so, um, I called 911 and they came out and two, I think it was like two in the morning, the fire chief, it's a small town. There's only like 6,000 people here. The fire chief comes out with a couple of policemen and we're talking and they're like, ah, oh, we think it's your battery. And they get up on the ladder and they can reach. And so they took the battery out and all the alarms stopped going off. And the fire chief is like, ah, oh, this happens sometimes. You know, it just happens periodically. So we <laughs> 
Archangel Michael coming in strong with the 911. Burn in the Fantasia around the house to clear the vibes, which did, unfortunately, I hope it didn't bust out your eardrums. I'm not going to edit it out. So I think it's there for a reason. It only beeped like once. I'll have to keep the incense low so it doesn't float up. Maybe I should move the fan around. Anyway, so lots going on and the energy around you. And I think we spoke about this. I've done so many shows now, I don't remember which one. It's either the, uh, the Twin Flame reading or the, uh, the one I just posted right before this. Oh my God, my mind is drawing a blank. But anyway, it talked about kinetic, frenetic energy for this upcoming uh, next couple of months, so from July to October, this um, all this change settling in with the activations that are happening with the Cardinal Grand Cross um, at the end of the week, around the 2021st, um, all the new coming in to support you between now and October, and... Um, kind of sticking to your practices as things settle in around you, as things come up uh, for change, as upgrades come in, and it could feel a little bit of like pulling you out of, out of your comfort zone, they're saying, that there is this, um, there is this um, where you need to stick to everything you, that you've learned thus far, which it feels like in a sense a carry-on message from last week's Week Ahead story. And the card reading that we did over on Instagram and Loveland Tarot. So I feel like that's like you're just settling into that energy now of like continue doing what you're doing. Um, when news starts coming in, it may feel, you know, frenetic. It may feel exciting. It may feel chaotic. But don't give up all the things that you've learned so far. So if you've got a really good like physical um, fitness uh, practice, if you, all the spiritual practices, if you've got your meditation routine, if you've got your, you know, Sunday morning shaman's walk, like I like to do, would all the things around you in the exterior and the 3D start to change, remember what you've learned and don't give up all the things that have brought you to this point so far and have made you feel, you know, peaceful within and, and comforted and cozy. It's, it's, it's like, <clears throat> you're bringing all that stuff with you into the new. Anything you didn't want to bring, you know, stays behind. And um, so even if new people enter your world or your job changes or your location changes, that you continue to keep all of those foundational things that you've done. So you keep your workout schedule. You, I mean, you may change the time that you do something, but you keep your workout schedule every day that you, you've done so good at, that you're doing so good at. You keep your meditation schedule. You make time in your day for all those things in addition to the new things. So you may be, um, fitting things in and, and slotting things into certain places because the new things coming in may um, have to, you know, arrange themselves in such a way that you're able to take care of all the things we just talked about in addition to 
you know, I don't know, forming a relationship with somebody new or working on that new job or working on that new project. Um, just not forgetting all the things that make you who you are. That's very important. And Catahoula agrees. <laughs> mm. I'm about to close the door. The guy is still here and so she's barking at him. But now he's bringing a different piece of equipment. Is he bringing? I don't know, they use all sorts of things. He's bringing like a push mower this time. It's like the riding mower. The, it takes all these mowers. The riding mower, the push mower, and the weed whacker thing. All right, so I think that's the biggest message is big change is coming um, as we were, as we lit the, um, as we lit the incense, which was called Fantasia, right away we got that blast of energy, like, babe, like, hello, it's coming. Almost like, um, oh no, like, like a warning bell or something, like, dingling, it's coming. Um, clear the decks, new energy is coming in. Um, Stay true to who you are. Now we're going to read the story. And I think one of the ways to stay true to who you are is to, and another, especially for me, I don't know about you guys, but especially for me, it's, I don't even call it a spiritual, I don't know what this is called, but like all of the, like, like keeping the magic in your world. Um, because 3D stuff around you is changing. 3D, uh, 5D stuff is morphing into 3D stuff. So all the things you dreamt about and wished upon a star on and all that. I'm not necessarily saying all of them, but many of them that you've been wishing for, for quite some time are starting to manifest and come down into, you know, out of the, your dreams into the 3D. And the forms take on different shapes at that point. But there's still magic behind all of them and um, maybe that's where this energy story comes in too it's like things are going to manifest and they're going to be better than what you thought they would be but they may not be exactly as you envisioned them in your 5d world because Right, the 3D and the 5D, I mean, there's similarities, but we can we can really, um, yeah, okay. I know what they're showing me, but I can't, I can't say that here. I can't say that right now. Um, it's kind of like a secret. But uh, <laughs> what the heck? You may have, so for example, you may have, if, let's say you're wishing for a relationship, you may have put that other other person that you're wishing for on this really high pedestal like oh they're this perfect earth angel and oh it's just gonna be la 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 like the like the I don't know magical music starts playing whenever they're around it's kind of like I forgot what show it was that was watching where it was like look at this person whenever they're around it just seems like wind is blowing through their hair oh it was never have I ever I love that show so much on um, Netflix but it was like this person on the very last season this bad boy shows up and it was like skateboarding bad boy shows up and they're like look whenever he's around he's so fine and he looks so and he was very very cute but um it, when he stands there, it's just like the wind is blowing his hair and he was like inside. So kind of like, you know, the cover of a romance novel where you have, you know, this like, what's that guy's name? Fabio? Was it Fabio in the 90s or something? The 90s comes up in this energy story. Fabio, that guy, that really handsome, like 
with the long blonde hair and, you know, the hair's blowing in the wind. It's very like gothic. I'm standing on the edge of a jagged, ragged cliff and the sea winds are blowing my hair and I, you know, my shirt's open and my muscles look really good. Right. And so it's like, and then, okay, reality comes in and yeah, maybe he's, he still looks like that, but and the wind maybe still does blow his hair but you know he's got real 3d real world scenarios and situations going on um that are part of living a 3d life that you may not be aware of or you may not i said he i don't know where this is coming from i don't know if i started out with he or she but you, you know what i mean like the person has a real 3d life so they have real 3d things going on they still have to you know do all these 3d things and so this pedestal that you put them on um, like wind blown in the hair, come riding in on a, you know, thundering horseback to sweep you off your feet is still true metaphorically. And maybe in some senses, yes, physically, but you know, there's other things that play into it. So I think part of this um, channeling is about keeping the magic alive. And once things start manifesting from the 5D into the 3D, they're no less magical. They may be more dense, and energetic and they may have you know soul lessons and things attached that you didn't necessarily build into all your fantasies and dreams so you have to kind of be able to balance the two that doesn't mean it's still not magical that doesn't mean that um if that if that person rode in on a white steed you know and maybe their white steed is like a white trans am you know old-fashioned trans am with the what were those firebirds with the with the just to cut out the the t-tops and all that you know some big you know fancy or like hot rod i don't know what kind of stuff you guys like but maybe the person really does come in like a fancy white car and you know with roses or something it's like oh there there he is his, his the wind is blowing through his hair oh he's so magical and it's like yes it did take magic to get that person to you. That's what brought it all down from the 5D to the 3D. And there's still magic intertwined within and about your relationship. And so once the 3D sets in, um, it's kind of like both. It's like, first, it's a balance between, it's a reality check, like, oh, this is the 3D world. So there's probably 3D stuff that's around this person that I wasn't, you know, imagining. But then at the same time, it's like, yes, there is 3D stuff around this person that I wasn't imagining. Okay, got to deal with that. But at the same time, it is magical. It is sacred. It is so exciting. It is Fantasia and physical. It's like their Fantasia and physical form. So remember that. Uh, I just used a person and a relationship as an example, but you could apply that to anything you've been wishing and dreaming about um, the whole, the magic, you as the magician, because we talked with this um, cardinal cross activation at the end of the week, that um, it's activating all the four elements in terms of the, the planets and the signs that are being activated as part of it. And uh, the magician in the tarot works with all these elements to manifest, and you are the magician, and you are manifesting these things finally, Oh my God, it's finally coming. Oh, that was so fast. I don't know how that guy by himself does my yard so quickly. I have a lot to do and he just, it would take me two or three days to do that. All right, thank you for uh, being gratitude for my lawn care service people.
because by myself, that would just not happen in that quick amount of time. <clears throat> not in the hot weather. So remember the magic while at the same time staying firmly planted in the real world. It's like this, it's this dichotomy. It's this both. It's just, and can you have both? Yes, I think, I personally think you can. And if I had somebody driving in a white Trans Am, Firebird, T-Tops or whatever, or a white horse, um, you know, I would want that. I would want that. I would want the person to be like, um, oh, still believe in dragons, even though you know, I got to go pay my bills today or whatever. I don't know what the heck, even though I got to go to the bank right now and do a train bank transaction. Um, I'm taking my dragon with me there. I like that. I got to go, go to go to the grocery store. That's me. I got to go to the grocery store. I know I got to drive really far. Here's the reality of that. I got to go to the grocery store and I know I got to drive 30 miles out and back both ways, 60 miles to go get groceries, but I'm still taking my angels and my dragons with me and my twin flame and all that. Um, energetically, every, the whole crew is going along. That's how we make it work. That's how we make the magic work. That's how it still feels fun and floaty and fly, I don't know, magical. All right, let me do just a quick synopsis because you can listen to these as um, standalone chapters. If you're not following the whole story, you can listen to these as just a fun story. You can listen to these with me as a fun, magical story and play along and get all the metaphors that have to play into the week ahead. We've given you many of them already. Um, but when we left off last week, Scratchy, Polly's, um, familiar, didn't have a whole lot going on. And, her, um, he was like visited by some fairy dust and he had a lot of like brain fog and, um, he really was trying to get to his mission, which was to go visit Mr. Meow, which is Count Mishar's familiar. Um, Count Mishar is our dark, uh, what did we call them? I had something where I called them something. I can't remember what it was, but like one of our dark foes against the bringers of the light, Rockaway Point, Count Mishar has already tried to foil the town once before and was caught and locked up at bringers of the light HQ. And he's been let out on good behavior, even though we know he's not going to change his ways. He's come back to Rockaway Point to look for some talisman um, that he left behind the last time he was here. He's staying at the Seafoam Inn Bed and Breakfast in Rockaway Point. And his familiar, Mr. Meow, already had telepathically sent Scratchy, his nemesis, a message saying, I'm coming for you. I'm coming, buddy. Uh, you know, you better watch out. And Scratchy, who I think could feel like could take Mr. Meow on by himself, felt like he couldn't take Mr. Meow on by himself and decided he was going to stop by to cars and go meet Clive Douglas, his partner in crime, who would help him confront this Mr. Meow. And we drop in then now, and this pertains, the things in this channeling pertain to the week ahead. So listen to them with your master senses if you so choose to pull out any metaphors and meanings that might pertain to you and your journey. But this is chapter four, Clive Douglas. I'll try to read the whole thing and then pop in and do the metaphors at the end. So if you're not interested in all that, you can, you can jump off at that point. So here we are. <clears throat> Get my storytelling voice on. 
Now Scratchy knew that Dakar might not approve of using his friend Clyde for such a mission, but hey, it wouldn't hurt to try. Scratchy moved stealthily through the town's back streets, hoping that Mr. Meow was not out looking for him. He just didn't have a positive feeling about this. He approached Dakar's back gate and easily cleared the top, priding himself on his fine physique. If anything, he had still kept in shape during his days as a familiar. He ran 12 kilometers every evening, visiting most of Polly's friends' familiars along the way. They had a good catching up about the town's goings on, and Scratchy could always count on a delicious feast of leftovers being put out for him by these same feline friends. <coughs> He had a gregarious, playful nature, and all the female familiars about town had their eye on him. But Scratchy still only had eyes for Polly, and that was that. Maybe one day he'd have the courage to open up to her, to show her he wasn't just a swab, debonair cat, but so much more. He was a man in love with his mistress, and he wanted so much to tell her. But not right yet. He had this Mr. Meow thing to take care of first, and then maybe, just maybe, he'd do it. Take off his fur, shed his claws, and present himself to her as a man in love. Yeah, maybe one day soon he'd do just that. Oh, Polly, he thought. And then he stopped his reverie. Clive Douglas stood waiting for Dakar at the back porch of Dakar's bungalow. He'd sensed Scratchy coming to him for quite some time now. He stood with his heart wide open, waiting for whatever crazy plan he knew Scratchy was coming to pitch to him. Now, Dakar didn't have just any old familiar friends, because no top agent of the Bringers of Light would be caught without a very formidable companion. And Clive Douglas, all 75 pounds of him, was stationed and waiting proudly to assist his best buddy Scratchy. Clive and Scratchy had met at the great Starfest 1999, at the tilt-a-whirl in town, Scratchy, already well into his stint as Polly's familiar, and Clive still considering if he needed to hide from the Rogue Galactic Federation after his most recent mission to kidnap and infiltrate those off-planet places that had factions still against the Earth's golden age of upgrades. Clive had run that very scary mission without being incognito and had been recognized as a bringer of the light. They were on to him. And so to protect his status and stay alive, he approached High Corps and asked for reassurance and a new assignment. He's <clears throat> <clears throat> <sighs> breathing. Whew. High Corps had the perfect hiding place and mission, but only if Clive promised that after 25 years he would change back to his mortal human form. Clive agreed, and for the past 24 years had served as Dakar's bodyguard and faithful companion, Clive Douglas, a.k.a. Rocky Houndsworth, a 75-pound German shepherd who could not be beat. He was here now, waiting for Scratchy. Reporting for duty as a fellow bringers of the light familiar. Let's get it on, Clive thought. No black magic wizard cat was going to mess with his friend, his town, his country. Or his world. Ta -da. All right. Um, I think there's lots going on there. I think there's messages for many of you. 
maybe some of it, but not all of it. Um, I think we talked about, you know, making sure you stay up on your workout plan and your physical fitness routine. And that comes up with scratchy. And so I'm going to the metaphors now. If you don't care about those, you can drop off and I'll thank you for joining us. But if you want to see what else comes out in the energy story for the week ahead, stay tuned. I'm going on right now. Um, scratchy. So scratchy, it looks like scratchy has a lot of female friends, but no one he's really interested in because he only has eyes for Polly. Um, and he goes out at night and runs 12 kilometers. Seems really far for a cat, but okay. Good for scratchy. (laughs) No, at least he's consistent about it. Um, and look, all his female friends set out stuff for him, little treats and stuff. Maybe they're trying to catch his eye. Um, Because it does say all the female familiars about town have their eye on him. And maybe one day Scratchy would have the courage to open up. So there may be someone in your midst that you've got your eye on. Maybe that someone's just coming into your reality. Maybe there's someone in your reality that's part of a friend circle who suddenly you're like, whoa, all of a sudden I feel like I have feelings for this person. If you're a twin flame and you're on your wave one journey. Um, If you're not familiar with the waves, um, I've got a whole Twin Flames 2.0 series as part of the podcast and part of my Loveland Tarot channel over on YouTube. Links to everything I talk about are always in the show notes. Um, The Twin Flames 2.0 series on the podcast does have a playlist on Spotify. And if you feel like that might be you, if you feel those inklings of Twin Flame urgings, you can go take a look. Um, We've already done five shows, I think, a channeling uh, show on what is a twin flame, a very clear definition from the guides, a second show on how to energetically scan any relationship and know what, where that relationship is, what chakra is driving that relationship forward. And if it's a twin, if it's your twin flame, there's only, you have only one twin flame and you will only have the uh, energetic connection for this twin flame at one particular chakra. No other relationship is connected that way. So you can learn how to do that. Um, and then we've got a show for each of the waves. And if you don't want to hear me one wandering through all of that, you can go to the blog, which is also in the show notes, a link to that. And you can read all the channelings, just read the channelings themselves. I'm sure they're very, they're very potent activations, but they're a quicker read maybe than if you don't have time to sit through, um, all the shows. So it looks like Clive has a partner in crime. So maybe you've got a good old buddy that you share your your um, heart-to-heart talks with that you've been friends with for quite some time. Um, Clive Douglas has his heart wide open waiting for whatever crazy plan he knew Scratchy was coming to pitch him. So you may have a Clive Douglas in your life who um, is also, you know, kind of like your... fast friend or whatever ready and willing to you know hang out with you or do crazy things with you maybe they run that 12 kilometers with you or they go whatever crazy plan you hatch up they're like yeah I'm down for that um but it does it is very interesting to me here because we do um we have on this series run a short that was like fun with familiars and we ta- we've been talking in the past couple of energy stories about the familiars being 
<clears throat> divine masculine and hiding from their from the truth of who they are. <clears throat> and in this case, we've got it again, although Scratchy is hiding from the fact that he loves Polly. And um, I'm still not, I got to go back, but I don't think we have a good like background of what is Scratchy really doing as a familiar. I think I remember it in one of the story, one of the books we started writing. I said, Maybon and Murder, maybe? And we gave a little bit of Scratchy's backstory. <clears throat> but he is a divine masculine in love with Polly. And it's like he just doesn't have the guts, I guess. He doesn't have the wherewithal yet. He just can't bring himself to admit that. And you know, like Jameson, like in Tambor and Jameson, Jameson finally was like, I just can't take this anymore. I love, I love Tambor so much. I don't want to be her, her freaking hawk familiar anymore. I want to be her man. Um, I want to be her divine masculine. And so he shed his hawk familiar status and did just that. And as scratchy, just hasn't gotten there yet. So whenever Tambor and Jameson comes up, I feel like I'm talking maybe in these stories to like Twin Flames and the different waves. So when I talk about Jameson, that would be my, my divine masculines that are listening that were in wave, that are in wave three, that are ready to come into reunion with their twin. And when I talk about like Scratchy, I feel like Scratchy is kind of like maybe in wave two, like he's doing all the soul work necessary to get there, but he's just not quite there yet. Um, he's just not quite there yet. He's not in wave three, he's in wave two, uh, which I think many of you are going to relate to Scratchy um, <clears throat> on the wave two twin flame journey. And then Clive Douglas is not running from, well, he's not running from a, a partner. He's running from running from the darkness, I guess. Maybe that is, maybe that is a different type of a journey. He's running from the darkness. Um, it feels like the darkness is out to get him. And to try and foil the darkness, he has gone um, incognito and gone within. So maybe that's my wave one people. Hmm. Don't know people that are just kind of. Although he's been on the. Although Clive Douglas has been on this this journey for twenty four years now, and after twenty five years, he has to change back to his mortal human form. Hmm. Not sure what's happening there. But for now, if you're just looking at it from the standpoint of the story, Clive and Scratchy are about to go confront Mr. Meow because Clive is ready, ready, ready. All right, friends. I feel like that's all we have to share. Let me just check in really quick, see if there's anything else. No, they're saying that that is all. Our work here is done. We're going to move on with our day. We're going to have some magical fun. And we will see you next time. We love you all very much. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by Relics Bookshop. Be you wizard, muggle, or witch, Relics Bookstore has everything you need for your magical reading adventures. Thank you for joining us. Take care.